Hey everyone, Jeff Woods here. Two things before we dive into the episode. First, we are hiring an amazing community manager, and we would love for this person to come from this community right here. If you are someone or know someone who loves to create amazing content, who loves to engage with a community and wants to manage all of the content creation for the business, then please go to theonething.com slash jobs. And that's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com slash jobs. And also we are on a mission to getting to know you better. And we put together a quick quiz that literally takes less than a minute to complete. If you've not yet done this, please go to the onething.com slash podcast quiz. It'll help us get to know you better so that we can cater the content accordingly. With that, let's get into the episode. This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. For those of you parents out there, Get excited for this episode because today you get to hear a story about how a mother started living her one thing and as a result, her son started living it too. Think back to that moment when you first had your your child, how exciting it was and, and realizing that, wow, you are responsible for helping this amazing, perfect child, grow up and become an adult that'll hopefully make a massive impact in the world. As a parent myself, I'm I'm constantly asking the question, am I doing a good job? Am I teaching my children the right things? Are they gonna be better off than I was? Today is just such a cool story because you know the importance of living your one thing. You understand that people don't decide their futures, that they decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. How would you feel if your children recognized the importance of forming habits so that they could automatically do their most important work or activities? What would it look like if they looked at all the things they could do and they were able to narrow their focus down to the one thing that they could do and they did it first? This is the journey we're about to go on together. With that, let's get into this conversation with Holly and Cade McRae. I'm really excited to have this conversation today. At first, I first heard about the two of you because Jay Papazan, my partner, sent me a message and said, hey, check your email. You got to see this thing. And I read this amazing post about this awesome mom who's living her one thing. And when you do one thing, all of a sudden the people in your world start to live it as well in the form of your son, Cade Holly. So first and foremost, before we get in, Cade, before we get into your story, Holly, how long ago was it that you were introduced to the idea of the one thing? Oh, I, several years ago at this point, Jeff. I mean, when the book first came out, we read it immediately as soon as we could get our hands on it. What really stuck out to you? How did you start living it? I think the thing that really helped us uh, out of the gate was how it applied to our business. And of course, when you're focused on one thing, you knock down that first domino and, and the concept, and then everything else falls behind that. And the concept really uh, hit home with us in our business. But as a result of that, you know, when you start creating those habits, you bring those habits home with you. And we started uh, living out the one thing at home with 
you know, time spent and, and time blocking and, and things that we did here at the house. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say now that I know that little one here actually did pick up and actually did listen to the concepts that his parents. I know there's a lot of people who are listening to this where this is striking a chord for them. This is of interest. People have asked us, how do I teach this to my kids? How do I share this with my significant other? When you say you brought it into the home, what did that look like? How it actually all happened was my, my mom, she started dropping subtle hints, <laughs> like not actual, like she didn't say it was from the book. Cause if it was from the book, I probably would never been interested because when I saw it, <laughs> and so, because as me as a kid, you know, you don't really want to read. So, but she kept uh, dropping subtle hints. And so I'm thinking, wow, this is actually really good. Where'd she come up with this? <laughs> And so mom is real smart. <laughs> and so my favorite, no my favorite quote was, um, you only have a limited amount of willpower per day and you shouldn't use it all in one giant blob. How, how old were you at the time, Cade, when you first heard your mom start dropping these little subtle hints? Probably like seven, eight. Interesting. And you're how old now? 13. You're 13. Okay. And when you hear this idea that willpower is not always on will call and that it's a finite resource, what did that, how'd that show up for you as a kid? It just thought, use what you have wisely throughout the day and just don't push everything out there. Try to get everything done once. Uh, just focus on one thing you can do well and use some willpower to get that done and then focus on another thing. Use willpower to get that done. And it just goes on from there. Hmm. What was something at the time where you realized, I'm treating willpower like it's always on will call. I am actually wasting it. What were some of the changes you started making? Well, honestly, I actually, when I used it like it was a finite resource, I usually got more work done, more homework one, started eating less than I used to because I could eat like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> And so just my life got a lot better when I learned that fact. That's so cool. Holly, what did you start to notice different in Cade as he was listening to this? Well, Cade is is 13 going on, you know, 66 anyway. So he's always had, you know, he's, he's a kid. He's always been a kid, obviously, and a normal kid. But there are times we can have very high-level, high-minded conversations. So, you know, we knew we had something to work with. When we started trying to, you know, put these concepts into his mind, but gosh, you know, I, I probably in middle school, probably when, probably in seventh, sixth to seventh grade, we started to see him really sit down and start the process of really getting organized and understanding what he had to do first and then second and then third. And this year I've been blown away by watching his habits. He's definitely developing some really great new study habits and how to fit everything in in a day. And, you know, he's getting up now and he goes to boxing at 5.45 in the morning and then he goes to school and then he comes home and then he does his homework and he plays with his dog and he goes to baseball practice and he goes to bed at a certain time. And, you know, I, I can't sit and tell you that it is always, you know, that strict and that organized. Oh, no, but, no, definitely not. Oh, <laughs> but geez. he does get all of those things in in a day. So... You know, we're pretty blown away. He's an honor roll student. He has good grades. And when he put that on his wall, I thought, wow, he, he, 
he really heard it. He really heard it all these years. You just said something. You said you, he put it on his wall. What do you mean by that? Oh, oh, the um, the whiteboard, whiteboard yeah. strips. Not everybody who's listening to this got to see got to see the picture. So walk us through that. Right. So tell the whole story from the beginning, kids. So I'm just, and so one day I I I was thinking about putting a board up for weeks because my mom has one in her office that I'm looking at right now, and I just thought that would be very beneficial to me. So for the few weeks I, the weeks I was thinking about, I'm like, this would be beneficial. And so one day I just got home, I was watching TV and like, I could be doing something. And just, I just thought to myself, Hey, why don't I get that done? So re- real quick, you, you, when you say a board, what's the purpose of the board? What's on it? What's on it is my daily list of what I have to do when I get up in the morning. I have 66 boxes. And I check each one off and of every day I do my responsibilities so I can get into a habit of doing them. Then I'll erase that and put something else. And then I have um, quotes. I have some writings of my teacher who actually gave, who actually helped me a lot. And I have a few one thing quotes. And I have a specific part of the board of what my homework is, what I have to, when I, what I have to write it down, when it's due and when I should do it. Kate, I got chills listening to you talk because when you said I put 66 boxes up there and every day I do my chores, I make it up so I so it becomes a habit. For all of you who are parents out there, the thought of your child understanding that these are the things that I need to do every day and they understand that it's not about relying on discipline, it's about applying their discipline for a select period of time to the point that it becomes a habit. That is Man, I am so excited for you. <laughs> this is so cool. Thank you. Have you formed a habit yet? Intentionally? I'm close to it, but not yet, no. Is it is it the doing your chores? Yeah, um, getting up in the morning and doing everything I need to do has become much better. But it's, I don't think it's fully a habit yet. Hmm. Holly, what are the things that you're seeing that maybe Cade just... He, he doesn't have the perspective yet to realize what he's on to. As a 13-year-old, I'm I'm floored by the whole thing, and he doesn't understand, I don't think at this point, how, what an impact this will make on his adult life. I just, I, I know that he thinks that this is normal. I know he thinks that, you know, to have a mom that comes home and, and makes him do these things every single day and get up at this time and play with your dog at this time and eat your breakfast at this time and put your clothes on and, you know, do I may, we, we have these lists. He's got to get everything done on, on time, every time. And that's the only way that our family functions where there's so much that we pack in a day that if everybody doesn't do their part and do their job, we couldn't possibly do it all. So it's, it's, it's really exciting to watch him develop these habits, knowing full well that when he's in college or when he, when he's running his own companies that, you know, he will look back and, and realize that this is, this is part of what his future success, this is, this is right now he's building his future success. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's take a step back. Cause I'm, I'm putting myself in the shoes of the person who's listening to this. And it sounds like you're a structured person naturally. Is that fair to say? No, no, I, I would say that is, that is probably couldn't be farther. Even, be- even better, because I'm hearing all the parents go, well, I don't like to be that structured. That's not how I do my day. Okay, let's squash that. Where did this come from? 
we are we have so many things that happen in our day that it's it's absolutely unbelievable. And we knew that there had to be some structure in our day to get everything done. That that book and the training from the one thing helped us to, I guess, put it into words and put it into practice more. Because you know you have to, you know, you can't waste a second when you do as much as we do. So you know that conceptually, but the book really helped us put it into practice, I guess is, right. is a better way to say it. Were you ever told that if you worked hard in school, got a good job, and saved in your 401k, that somehow you'd retire and secure your slice of the American dream? I know I was. What's interesting is that when you look at the wealthy, that's not how they got there. That's why we're excited to introduce you to our friend Patrick Donahoe and his team at Paradigm Life. If you go to perpetualwealthstrategy.net, you can download a free report called The Entrepreneur's Hierarchy of Investment. Patrick and his team specialize in this strategy and have made this report available specifically for you as a listener of The One Thing Podcast. So go ahead and get your report today at perpetualwealthstrategy.net. Some people, you know, they hear the word structure and it just doesn't align with them. Um, I'm going to suggest an alternative phrase for everybody who's listening to this. One of the three commitments is moving from E to P. The idea of moving from being entrepreneurial to being purposeful. Most people, from what we have observed, when they look at their family life, they're entrepreneurial. They wake up, they look at all the things they got to do. They try to figure out a way to just cram it all in and get it done. What I'm hearing you say, Holly, is that you understood that as a family that naturally is not structured with a long list of things that you want to do in your lives, you had to bring a process to the table so that you could purposefully move through the day and get it all done. That's absolutely true. I mean, the fact of the matter is that we run four companies and... Kate, you know, we have Kate and he is obviously our one thing. And we have people that work in our companies and we have many moving parts and pieces. We've got baseball, we've got homework, we've got contractors, we've got clients, we've got agents. We have so many things going on in our lives on a daily basis that it is unbelievable. When sometimes I sit back and I think, how, how does this happen? I don't have any idea. But what we know is that applying these systems individually helps all of us get everything done and allow time to spend together as a family. Mm. So it has happened that way. There's just no other way that we will be able to to have that family time and do what we do with our business life. Cade, you've got a lot of people listening to this who have kids that they would love to live the book. How would you suggest that they get their kids interested to begin with? First of all, I would say, like, don't force the book onto them. Don't say, hey, if you read this book, then you'll know how to be responsible and stuff like that. I would think if you're spending family time with them or if you're doing something with them, it should like um, mom did, like it should be subtle hints or just little personal notes. Maybe help them with what they need to do, or just uh, or what helped me a whole lot was the idea of making a list for everything. Mom said if you make a list and check everything, all the boxes, 
then it'll be much easier for you. Mm. That interested me because it wasn't, I have to read all of this to understand simple things. And then once I understood those, I moved on to reading the book. And that's when I got interested in that. Mm. What I'm hearing you say is something that's just so important because when we talk to people who are in our members and they'll, they'll ask like, how do I get my spouse interested in this? Or how do I get my spouse to want to read the book or listen to the podcast or attend the event? And the truth is you have to first and foremost, show up living it yourself. You have to show up modeling what good looks like and understanding when those little coaching or teaching moments are. The I love the idea of, hey, look at all the things you got to do. Why don't you make a list? Oh, if you could only do one of them, what would be the one that would make everything else easier or unnecessary? Dripping those little things out, and it gets to the point where you start to see the results, Cade, and then you are now ready to show up as the student. Mm-hmm. There you go. What would you say to somebody who's listening to this? Um, how do they get started? What you could do is, if you see somebody struggling with something, or something's wrong, you can show them maybe an easier way to do it. Or if you show them an easier way to do it or just uh, help them with it or something like that, then that was for me an ideal opportunity to drip those hints in. Mm. It makes them feel it and make it builds trust. Those, op- those little things. I know sometimes when my mom tries to help, but I think I know the right way, but I really don't. Hold on. Did what you I, just say? Yeah, I was just like, wow, this is recorded. This is recorded all time. I wasn't, I wasn't going to interrupt. I was like, oh my gosh, go with it, go. Are you admitting that your mom might be right? Yes. You, you remember about 18 or 19 minutes into the episode when you said, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's you fantastic. Know, it's just- it just floors me. The whole thing floors me. I can't even take it. Holly, I'll ask you the same question. What do you say to the parents who want to start bringing this into the home? How do they get started? I think that's just it. I think you start living it. You start walking it. You know, we left a lot of notes in a lot of places in our house that said, hey, give this a try. It might help. Smiley face. Hey, what do you think about doing it this way? We love you. Heart. <laughs> you know. We just we we just constantly do this anyway, though. That's just the way we think, and so you know we just continue to 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 speak that truth and live that truth. And hey, how can we help with this? Or what would it look like if we did it that way? You know, just the way that we we operate in the office. You know, we wanted to make a lot of the suggestions Kay's idea. We wanted to make a lot of the suggestions uh, helpful. And like you said, once he once he grabbed on and saw the results, it's just like anything else. You know, you go work out, you go work out, you go work out, you need it, you need it, you need it. But as soon as you zip those jeans that you couldn't wear since college, maybe you're all in, right? So it's no different. I mean, we just continued to help and, and he saw results and his grades improved and his stress level went down and it was just better. Amazing. Life was better. Well, thank you to both of you for coming on here. Holly, first and foremost, thank you for living the book and bringing it into the family. And Cade, thanks for being an example of what it looks like to start living this as a kid. This is awesome, man. And I'm I'm just so excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks for having us. We really appreciate the opportunity. It was really exciting to get 
the opportunity to do this. And, and as a parent, you know, John and I are both, we're just completely blown away and over the moon. I mean, when he when he got ready for bed and we walked up there to, to, to see him and saw that on his wall, I <laughs> nearly fainted. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I a candid camera? This is, this is, this is fantastic stuff right here. So anyway, it was, the, it was like, you know, a parent's moment when they realized that they, they really did hear you. And that was, that was pretty awesome as a, as a mom. Well, there you have it. My conversation with Holly and Cade McRae. Folks, you know, for the, or the people who are living your one thing know there is a journey that you go on to mastering your time. And time is an acronym for treading, implementing, mastering, and empowering. Every single one of us goes on this journey where we start treading, where we're just trying to keep our head above water. You suddenly move to implementing when you discover the one thing and you start to implement it. Then you move to mastering when you yourself personally are developing a level of mastery in this type of lifestyle. And ultimately, you move to empowering where you share it with other people and help them live it and live their best life. The message that really stuck out for me, I'll ask it as a question, is the right way to get somebody interested in living the one thing to force them to read it? Or is it for you to first and foremost live it at a high level yourself? Where in your world are you doing a great job living everything that you've been learning on this show or learning through the book or through our trainings? Where can you be doing better? What's the one thing you're not doing? That if you just started doing this thing, suddenly the people around you would take notice and have a level of curiosity that they didn't have before. Our hope is that you view your journey to living your one thing, not just as a personal mission, but a mission founded in purpose. Because the moment you start empowering others and you realize like Holly living it and realizing that, oh my gosh, Kate has been watching and he started taking action, suddenly her doing her one thing is no longer just a personal accomplishment. It's about legacy. This is the opportunity that every single one of us has. Our question is, what do you need to share with somebody? Maybe it's this episode. Maybe it's the book. Maybe it's the training programs. What will it be for you? And who's that person you can share it with? What's one tiny little piece of value that you can teach somebody or write on a sticky note or, or suggest as an, as an alternative way to approach a situation so that they can start to live it without even realizing it and getting the results? We hope sincerely that you will take the time to leave us a review on this episode. Please let us know. Say, I listened to episode 117 with Holly and Cade. Let us know that you heard this because the people who leave reviews determine the types of episodes that we create in the future. Thank you for being a fan. And if you have not yet subscribed to the show, click that subscribe button on your podcast player of choice. That way, all of our future episodes automatically come to your device. And if you would like to understand what it looks like having us by your side, walking you through the systems that Holly has been using, you can go to the one thing dot com slash membership. That's with the number one in the URL, or you can text the word accountability to the number three, three, 
4444. Thank you so much for being a fan. We really appreciate you. And we look forward to being with you in the next episode. 